this is episode 463 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, April 25th, 2018. I'm your host, Mark Kuznez, and I got my first VR injury, related injury, a little welt, where I got, which I got, uh, smacking my hand against, I think my bookcase, I'm not sure, it's somewhere in that vicinity, it might have been the mic stand, I don't know. But playing super hot, and I was trying to smack one of the guys, and I was like, oh, I should move my camera and reposition myself because I thought I had enough space. I stretched my arms out. But when you're in VR, it's possible to move and then not be where you were. So it's better to have not just just enough space, but a, a fair amount of space so that if you do move when you're under the helmet, you'll still be in in a place where you're not going to smack yourself. Not a horrible thing, but annoying nonetheless. Uh, but yeah, I picked up Super Hot, which is on sale for 15 bucks, and uh, Surgeon Simulator, which is $6. Haven't tried that yet. I mean, that's just a gag thing anyway. But finally got my copy of Drive Club VR. Played a little bit of that. I enjoyed it. I know people shit on it because the visuals aren't all that great it is i'd say the cars look pretty good but the environments are not all that detailed and the textures aren't all that great or anything but i put the headset on my dad for that and he's like i'll just play one race and then after he finished it he's like one more then he finished it one more and just watching him play that game and enjoy it and have a blast with it it's like yeah I, I think I I think I like this more than any than racing any other way, but he, he really wishes he had a steering wheel. So that could be a future purchase, I don't know. Um I don't I don't I feel like that would be more of a waste of money because it would be for very few games. And I would also just I would want I would get one if it was universal and I could use it on Xbox since that's where the majority of my racing takes place, uh, with Forza and all that jazz. My hair is just driving me crazy um but other than that i tried and i I like super hot it can get frustrating when you get to the last bit of a section and have to redo all the things before it over and over again if you keep failing and sometimes the the camera can be a little wonky and like there was a point where my arm my right arm i think kept being like six feet in front of me i don't know what the hell was going on but it just kept like i would pick up something use something and then when i like rejigger something or whatever it would just be like oh it's way in the distance i can't get it back until i uh do the reorientate the camera or whatever you're positioning um but other than that i'm trying to think if there's anything else vr related but i tried that rigs game or whatever which i'm assuming was a playstation plus title since i own it and I was going through the tutorial, and I was like, this is okay, and then the tutorial just kept going on, and I was like, I don't want to keep playing this. Um, But the real surprise for me was Wipeout, the Omega Collection, which I purchased last week, because it was on sale for 15 bucks or so, and I, when purchasing it, did not know it had VR support added to it, I think, last month. And the VR in that is incredible. It plays incredibly well. It looks 
gorgeous. It might be the best looking VR game I've played so far. You know, I feel like the only potential contender would be Resident Evil 7, but I haven't played that. I don't, I have no interest in that. I'll probably pick it up when it's like $10 or something for the novelty of it and just to shove my dad in it. But Wipeout, the, the three games that are in it, like, it looks incredible. It plays so well. It is awesome to just play a Wipeout game in first person in VR in this virtual space and for it to run incredibly well and you know there's no no frame rate issues or anything like that so that was that was a huge pleasant surprise on top of me just like I want this game because I love the Wipeout series and now I get to play it in VR too it was real cool I, I'm just I'm genuinely taken aback by how pretty it is because I thought there'd be a significant visual hit or maybe it wouldn't run that well since it wasn't planned as a VR game as far as I know and given that they added it after the fact maybe they were always planning to do that and just didn't want to wait to release it for that but um if you already own Wipeout and have VR PSVR and didn't know it had it got support for VR definitely check it out if you don't that's another reason to buy it though just having all those Wipeout games in a nice collection with uh sharp crisp visuals uh, is worth it alone. Wipeout games are fantastic. I would love to see a new one. Other than that, I've played some Double Kick Heroes on Steam. It's an early access game. It's It pegs itself as like a shmup rhythm game where you are driving on this truck to the right and you're carrying a, a band of metal heads and it's got metal music. And zombies are chasing after you, and you got two machine guns on your your truck, and one shoots low, one shoots high. You use the I was playing with the controller. It has keyboard support too. Well, of course it has keyboard support, but it has partial controller support. It's a bit wonky. I mean, it is an early access game, and it's buggy. I tried using the level creator, and the game crashed on me every time I tried to do that. So that wasn't working all that well. The menu navigation, especially with the controller is not super great and it doesn't always work well um but the biggest problem for me is that i don't really like the mechanics of it so you have these you have just like a single track on the lower difficulties on higher difficulties you can have two or three tracks and just the the lower track as far as i know well the lower track which is the one you use a and b for will shoot either high or low depending on which button you press and you just press it when you know the little dot is in each note and then you have symbols and something else and those can do i think more elaborate power-ups like i think one drops a grenade or some kind of airstrike looking thing and i found the sweet spot to be whenever you have two tracks because then it's not too hectic but it's a nice challenge and it keeps you more active in the actual experience the problem i have is that your your notes are falling at the bottom. Well, they're, they're moving from the side on the bottom. And for me, other people might be able to. You might be able to, you know, just look at them in the periphery, the peripheral, and still see all the stuff that's happening on the majority of the screen, the action where everything's happening. But for me, I really had to focus on the bottom, especially when I was playing on. I was playing on the. Second hardest difficulty, which is the sweet spot I found for me. The hardest one is always three tracks, and it's a nightmare. I couldn't take it. Um, but I was playing on that, and I had the two tracks. 
and it felt really good like it, that's where it felt good because on the, the easiest ones it felt incredibly boring i was having no fun at all and so i bumped up the difficulty until i got two tracks and it just felt right like i, I found the sweet spot for me but in the the end i'm just looking at the track and i'm not really seeing what's going on i can occasionally maybe just look up or you know try to learn how to play it with my peripheral uh but i just i wasn't enjoying it enough to want to learn how to do that and the music was not that great i'm not huge into metal so there's that but going back to games like amplitude frequency etc ignoring rock band where you're actually using an instrument but more games where you're using a controller or stuff like that to play the rhythm games uh or you know even the what is it what is that game audio surf uh games like that they are designed in such a way that and they they because i also think that the note placement is a bit off and that's a big problem especially on the the, the lower difficulties but even like the ha the higher difficulties it was a bit iffy so I wasn't that into the music, whereas in Frequency, Amplitude, etc., those games were designed in such a finely tuned way, and the visuals and the way they were designed so that I could see the environment and, you know, really be sucked into the visual experience as well, I would enjoy playing tracks uh, with music in genres that I don't often listen to outside of the game. You know, I, I have my preferred genres, you know, I'm not huge into hip-hop, rap, uh, or heavy metal, uh, screamo, or anything that, like that. I'm more into just straight rock, uh, you know, alternative, whatever, acoustic kind of stuff. And, you know, I like electronic too, but um, those games could also get me to enjoy the genres I'm not huge into. But this is metal, which I'm not a big fan of. And the music in it, and the, the note placement, all that, just didn't get me excited to play it so it's a bit of a, a disappointment but again it is early access i think in the end it's got i don't know if it has 27 levels now or it's gonna be added to it um but it's you know it's it's got some iron out to do it is early access so you got to keep that in mind and the, you know, the bugs especially with the level creator which is frustrating because i wanted to try some custom levels too and it wasn't working for me but um it's 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 worth checking out if you are really into metal. It's got nice pixelish art. Uh, the art is probably one of the best parts about the game, which sucks because I can't really look at it given the whole thing I was talking about with the track at the bottom just taking away all of my attention. But it's it's fourteen ninety nine, which seems like a bit much given what's in it. Um, but you know, especially early access, I feel like. If that's not a, a discounted price and they're going to raise it higher more, which I think would be crazy, you know, I feel like it should be 10 bucks now, you know, an early access discount. I, I feel like that's my thing with every early access game. I feel like every early access game should charge you a discounted price because they're asking you to play the game in a broken state, support them early when the game's not finished, you, you know, playing it in a buggy experience. They, they would like you to send in bug reports and give them feedback and all that. It's like... You know, if you want me to be a glorified QA tester in a way, in a sense, and I, I want to support you, give let me, you know, give me a slight discount for that. Um, that's my opinion. It's always been my opinion. 
but that's that. Uh, other than that, not not too much else going on. I wonder how this welt looks. At. I, I put a bandaid on it for no real reason. It wasn't like bleeding or anything. I just like, oh, I'll put a bandaid over it because I feel like it. Aye. So you can see that little that little red dot thing. It's not terrible. The swelling is definitely lessened. So that's that's good. Because it, it was a bit of a bump early on. But um, yeah, other than that, got nothing for you. I'm 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 going back and forth about streaming again, and like the thing for me with streaming is that what I I don't feel like people who stream without having a cam on them included, like you know, in one of the corners or whatever. You know, people who have the green thing and then they just have themselves and not in like a little box. I feel like those don't get nearly as much play from people, and I struggle with the thought of streaming myself and having myself on cam for that long, even though it's a small part of the screen. And you might be saying, well, you're, you started recording the video of the podcast and all that. Yeah, the reason why I'm okay doing this is because if, you've wa if you do watch the video, you'll notice I don't look in the camera. I look at the recording, the video, the, 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 the video being recorded so that I can see it and then I can just, you know, I can... I feel more in control of like, okay, I don't look completely shitty right now. I don't look like a complete piece of shit right now. I'm not, I, I can be, you know, this is the least ugly I can look on camera. So, you know, I have my issues, body dysmorphia, etc. And just that whole cam thing is the, the, the big hindrance. But I might do it, even though I feel like, you know, I'm not going to be streaming things that people all they care about. I'm not going to be streaming Fortnite or will I? I don't know. So that's just a thought I'm thinking of, which is what thoughts are. They're things you think of. Anyway, that will do it for today's episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my my list, Steam, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I'm the Kush 3 you should you should add me as a friend if you play Rec Room if you have VR and play Rec Room so then I can play with you. I don't remember if I talked about this. If I did, I'm gonna talk about it again. I played that for a little bit, and my first experience was that intro game where it's like paddleboard or whatever. And I was playing against a guy who kept turning his head and screaming at what I assume was. I want to say it was his dog, but maybe it was his kid, and it was just a young kid, and he really loved the movie Django Unchained because he just came like, Django, Django. And I was just, I was laughing my ass off because every 15 or 30 seconds he would just turn his head and scream Django. And I was having a ball. Like, that was one of the cool things about the, the VR the VR aspect is that since he's wearing the helmet, when he turns his head, I see the character turning their head. I'm like, <laughs> this is weird. Um, I'm just weird that he kept screaming Django. Of all the names he'd be screaming, he was screaming Django. Anyway, back to Pluggity Plugs. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which just posted a show earlier today. And if you want, or I don't know why I'm saying if you want, the, the, the podcasts are available on podcast services around the world, around the globe, across the globe, the Baza globe, the Baza, like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. 
And if you want to check out the art I do, that's also on the site. Or you can just go over to pxsart.com and check it out over there. And if you'd like to support the site in general, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. And of course, like I've talked about, if you want to watch the video of this show or other videos, go over to youtube.com slash sausage and check out there. Subscribe, all that. Like, hit a bell or something. People say that. I watch videos now and people are always telling me, like, hit the bell so you get notified or whatever.